0: You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse
1: Landers.
2: Welcome back to the Galaxy's Favorite Podcast. As always, I'm Matt
1: and I am Jesse uh, holding on next to him in this star Cruiser here <laughs> man
2: the titles just keep increasing we went from Uganda now we are the galaxy's top what's next it'd be dimension I guess or multi yeah. current universe yeah multi-universal yeah yeah we're getting there
1: then the multiverse.
2: Yeah once, yeah, once we get our, our fucking R&D department caught up and uh, the science is better, yeah, we'll be there. <laughs> well,
1: we know you all missed us. We were gone for a week, you know. Slackers has got to take some time off, too. So we each had our own individual vacations that kind of lined up at the same time, and we were like, all right, time time to relax. I went off to uh, Reno, Nevada, which I had never been to before. I drove there from out here in California. Through the uh, Donner Pass, which was interesting.
2: I'm not gonna lie, when you were first talking about it, I thought you were going to Reno and Nevada. Yeah. At first, like for like the first. No, no, no. Oh, oh,
1: okay. I see. Like the Reno, Reno.
2: Like, you know. Just Reno. Yeah, like where like the filming. And I was like, okay. He liked Reno 911. We were growing up. I was like, okay. I didn't even realize where you were going intentionally, like until like you really got right before the trip.
1: Yeah. So, like, the thing about going to Reno, it's not like I was going there to stay in reno or see reno necessarily no no diss to reno it was fantastic but i was going to check out north lake tahoe and it was about a 45 minute drive so you know use some hotel points got to stay for free in downtown reno at a really nice uh, hotel there and drove in like less than an hour on saturday morning to go snowboarding um we'll be putting up a merch monday picture that hopefully you, you'll have seen it by the time this episode's out where i was on my snowboard wearing a nice american slacker t-shirt
2: doing a good job repping the sh- repping the show oh the yeah definitely like
1: it. it was the first yeah. time in six years i went snowboarding so yeah, it, th- yeah. that was fun i got my girlfriend to try it and she she wasn't yeah. half bad so
2: mm, yeah man in lake tahoe I, after you were telling me everything i was like oh man that's such an experience I, like i definitely see why you were going there i didn't know it was so close to reno like I didn't yeah, know it
1: was less than an hour you just kind of go up into the mountain and through and and you're there And that made it really cool. We also got to check out, you know, Reno itself. There's a lot of gambling. It's kind of like a little Vegas. I think they like to, you know, differentiate themselves from Vegas because Mm. there's a lot of good bars and restaurants uh, in that area as well. So definitely worth checking out. Saw the Donner Memorial on the way back through the Donner Pass, which is like, I think like 16 feet high. It's a really tall memorial and it's supposed to be as tall as the snow was. When the mm-hmm. uh, when the uh, party got trapped going through there, if you want a really good uh, like refresher on the Donner Party, go listen to the last podcast on the lefts.
2: Oh, great coverage! Uh,
1: I actually listened to it with my girlfriend coming through the Donner Pass.
2: Oh, nice way to creep her out, man. Well, nice. she was
1: she was asking questions. I was like, you know, these guys could probably do a lot better job than I can. So,
2: oh man, had yeah. a good time it, though. Interesting story, yeah. Um, Yeah, I got the chance to go away, too, man. I went to Orlando. I was escaping this fucking miserable cold, and I went to the most magical place in all of the galaxy. I went to to, uh, Galaxy's Edge. Oh, the edge of it. That's the (laughs) most magnificent place in the galaxy. You got to get to the very edge of it. Yes. But, yeah, no, It's the if you don't know what it is, it's the the new Star Wars park portion of uh, uh, Disney World in Florida. And uh, it was a lot of fun, man. It feels like you're on a big, moving movie set. With, like, hmm. just a bunch of nerds let loose on it.
1: Yeah, you, anyway. had, mentioned, you had mentioned to me that there's a lot of people kind of in character.
2: Well, those are the actors at Disney. I don't think you're allowed to go in with, like, really detailed costumes. No, They're no, no, like no, no. That's children. what I was
1: referring to, though, was yeah. the, the people walking around that do a really good job of kind of, like, getting you in the experience, I'm guessing.
2: Dude, it's amazing from the stormtroopers to, like, I watched this piece where uh, Kylo Ren just came busting out of his ship and like fucking a whole like Theatric piece happened like in front of people That was really interesting And they're really in, in, in depth like I mean they'll come up and insult people They'll like see why you have Salt a, like a lightsaber people Insult getting, people
1: Oh you said yeah, yeah. assault people I didn't I'm see like any damn. assaults
2: I The rumor to be happening in the back alleys You never know you <laughs> Yeah, know, right? Disney's you getting hard these the days <laughs> Dude yeah prices are going up You know and they're like <laughs> how do we keep drawing them in People love drama. They love to be abused.
1: You got a headbutted dad from Iowa. That's how you oh, fucking keep it going, Disney.
2: Dude, yeah, he's definitely gonna want to come back next year. Remember that time the stormtrooper headbutted me, dude, and busted my dome open?
1: Yeah, Man. it's fucking memorable. Get yourself a t shirt.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it was a lot of fun. I got a chance to get on both rides, which is a big deal in the park. It's hard to get on the the Rise of the Resistance ride. Like the tickets sell out within like less than a minute. It's so quick. You have to, like, apply for them on an app. Okay, wow. Dude, it, it was insane. Like, you're sitting, first off, we're there, like, we got there at 7. Way early, right? And we're waiting. There's a tunnel that you're waiting to open to get into, like, the actual Star Wars park. And uh, that doesn't open till 8, right when the fucking tickets go on sale. So, like, everybody's standing there, and there's thousands of people, dude. Like, in this little alley, like just, like, fucking waiting, and all of a sudden, like, th- that happens, and all you hear is, like, gasping and shit, like, <gasps> and like all the excitement in the crowd and shit, and, then, like, you hear people, like, yeah! Like, clapping, and, like, people are like, fuck! Fuck! <laughs> so it's, like, quite ridiculous.
1: That's intense. And,
2: uh, I'm glad I got to experience it, and uh, we got to go on the ride. Uh, although the Millennium Falcon did break down on us. I'm just <sighs> gonna say it. Man, not the ship I was hoping for, but, you know, she is old.
1: Yes, yeah, she's, like, what, forty. 40- years old at this point. It's 50 years yeah. old at this oh, point.
2: Oh, man. Well, I mean, way beyond that, you know. Yeah, right? I mean, who, space age time. Galaxy far, far <laughs> it, It's crazy. Away. Yeah, yeah. All that jazz.
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad you had fun. Glad I didn't lose all my money in Reno.
2: Yeah, dude. That would be sad, dude. Seeing you lost on the streets of Reno. Car gone. You put the car up on the table.
1: Nothing but a snowboard left. Pushing it around on the oh. pavement. <laughs> This is getting this is getting depressing. Let's move on to our uh weird news that we always like to start out with a little bit of weed news. Weed. Nailed it. Oh butter.
2: Butter. butter. Let's butter. keep that up. Fireworks.
1: You know what we always have to do? We have to mark it on the board. I think we're up to three.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we call Look. it three. It's three weeks. It's really like six weeks or more, but we're calling it like by the weeks of the, the normal Actual show. episode in you. a row. Like yeah. hitting it in a row when I have yeah. to do it. Nailed it.
1: When Matt makes me
2: do it at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. Dude, you fuck up again. I'm shooting you. You're getting a kneecapper.
1: All right. My hands are up, man. Let's uh, move <laughs> on to the story here. We're talking about cans and how the liners of uh, drinking like cans can actually suck THC out of edibles. So there's a lot of edible uh, like products coming out in drink form, you know, sodas, or like, uh, like wa- I guess waters too. I haven't seen yeah. it, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, and what they are finding after some testing is that the liners on the inside of aluminum cans are not ideal for these THC products. There, there's something that happens at the molecular level where the these plastic liners, which if people don't know, even on your Coca-Cola cans, there's a plastic sort of lining on the inside that protects the drink from touching the metal, keeping the metal from corroding and from uh, your drink being taste being affected by the metal.
2: That's crazy. So it's absorbing the THC value out, just kind of trapping it in bubbles in the can creating can a lower almost. potency.
1: O- over time uh, mm. by the time you know it's put in there shipped put on a shelf and put into matt's hand that's why he's telling us edibles don't work for him <laughs> yeah.
2: it's wild man yeah that's wild you always worry about the thing like kind of spreading like I-, I always would worry about like cans and whatnot spread i don't use canned products really because i hate like i'm worried about the can like seeping metal into the foods right, and right. shit and rust and all that and uh So it's crazy to think about it doing other things like when you're just trying to drink a fucking Mm THC drink and it just takes away the value you're buying the drink for. Right.
1: So, come And companies have to look at that and say, oh, are we going to be seen as unreliable if people are Mm -hmm. buying our products and they're not testing at the potency that we
2: label? Now, does it go the longer it is, the more it takes from it?
1: I would think so.
2: It
1: it, it doesn't specifically speak to this, uh, to to what you're saying there, but it does say that overall, they believe that the cannabis material or droplets will stick to the liner and cling to it. Because uh, THC products and edibles are um, usually derived with oil, and these drinks are water. As the saying goes, oil and water don't mix. So a lot of times these they'll be mixed with some sort of emulsifier that suspends the oil within the water in like tiny little microscopic droplets but these are the same droplets that are sticking to the cam liner
2: real scientific shit dog
1: yeah so it's all <laughs> i don't i can't explain it it's all very scientific it should see fucking Dude. james franco somewhere in that region
2: yep there he is look at that guy <laughs> man got me dude that sounds very interesting and now i'm glad to know that i'm never ever gonna buy a fucking thc drink in a can
1: yeah exactly (laughs) you know and a lot of hopefully you won't see too many there is a move from a lot of these companies to put them into bottles but that is also more costly uh and shipping-wise, I think it ends up weighing more, so that that costs them in the long run. And you know, cans cans can't break as easily as bottles can, so you probably end up losing a couple in transit. I would imagine. So, it, if you're gonna buy, as Matt said, any edible drinks like this, any THC drinks, aim for glass bottles to get, make sure you're getting your potency
2: or somebody out there, if you're looking to get into a crazy hemp product market, I bet you somebody can come up with something out there to make a hemp capsule that can hold it without absorbing.
1: Quite possibly. It did Mm. say that one company experimented with two can liners and they said that it was uh, overall a loss and they couldn't quite figure it out. So overall Mm. for these companies, I think the easiest thing for them is to switch to
2: bottles for the time being. Uh, Yep, go to the classic.
1: If you do want to read a little bit more about this, we'll post the Yahoo Finance article up on Thursday on our Facebook page. So make sure to go over there, give our Facebook page a like, since we're giving you all this awesome information, keeping you from wasting your money. And uh, you can read a little bit more.
2: Nice. Definitely check it out. And uh, make sure to like the Facebook page while you're over there. We we definitely want to see you pop up on that. Now, uh, the next story really isn't so much a story as it is like a theory and concern from a scientific professor, Dr. David Levy, believes that the future holds some problems with the evolution of sex robots. And uh, at first, when I read the headline, I, I, I went right over it actually. And I came to back to it randomly and uh, read the story. And I was like, okay, he has some valid concerns throughout <laughs> this actual article. Okay, Now, sex robots are evolving on like a, a pretty rapid scale, you could say. And um, they're getting really lifelike. And, I mean, a lot of people have seen, like, you know, different articles on them throughout social media and whatnot. They have, like, lifelike skin. It's only a matter of time before the AI is narrowed down to where it has real human-like features. And he's saying within the next 10 years, which we're going to have a problem where we have to worry about robots not recognizing consent. And not only that, but miscoding and hacking. So those three factors alone I was thinking about, if anybody can hack into it, because it needs updates for the firmware, right? It's any yeah. piece of technology.
1: Oh, totally. Like a Tesla, you know, they get exactly the updates it. through Wi-Fi. It's
2: going to have hidden features. It's going to have all kinds of fun in there. But somebody could hack it and just turn that thing into a fighting machine. If it's a full-on, like, human that can move limbs, which people are going to want if they're going to spend the money on these kinds of things. Hmm. You know, because there is a market for for people, you know, that, you know, are just not able to like actually find a partner or you know, any any reason really. I'm not gonna single out a scenario, but I mean, I mean it's do your it. money. Do what you want. I guess. Miscoding. Let's talk about it now. Me and you were talking behind the scenes about a few other, like companies. Not not again. I'm not gonna put anybody on the scene, but things happen with different technological things that miscoding can lead to failures in certain things and. Just, things
1: happen berserk. Zero in the wrong spot, and then all of a sudden the whole thing shuts down. All the holes shut, and all of a sudden something's caught. Now,
2: here, theoretically, that wrong zero, that zero in the wrong spot, rips Steve's dick off. Yeah, that's an issue. That's a big fucking problem, dude. That's going to make the stocks go down. And that's, you know, and not only that, I mean, how many Steve's out there and Frank's and Matt's and Jesse's. I mean, let's be real. Everybody out there, you know, whoever's getting when they're 10 years, who knows? Well, and you mentioned
1: consent. So like, uh, I'm sure like not knowing boundaries, that's going to lead to a lot of awkward, uh, dude, dick pics that at work and now (laughs) from your sex robot at home,
2: (laughs) where's the consent thing comes from? You're like, what the fuck do you mean by consent? Now, with the evolution of robots that, uh, you know, like, a lot of the fucking schools are making robots that can really walk very, very, like, human-like. Oh, yeah. In that, dude. So, so they're Look at Boston functions.
1: Dynamics. They're opening doors and
2: shit. Now, on top of the functioning of, like, human-like physical features, they're going to program in an AI libido.
1: That's so unnecessary. The, that
2: robot's going to want to fuck, all right? That robot is going to be after it. Like, and once it's like, you know, chooses its mate, I mean...
1: I, like, I don't think it's necessarily, a. Li- it doesn't sound like a libido. To me, it sounds more like a programmed function.
2: Dude, no, man. I mean, technically it's a fake libido, you know, it's just, but it's programmed to like, want to do the functioning, which is, which theory, dude, we are just natural robots. We naturally want to think about it. like people naturally want to have sex like it's instinct
1: people want to but i would say robots would not naturally want to or they wouldn't even want anything they would just as you said do it because it's their programming so we need to not program robots to fuck people and like maybe we won't end up in this weird dominatrix terminator situation
2: (laughs) you're saying the solution is just to make them like have a function where it's on like hit an on button and it works. It like yes. that's it. No, it doesn't need to fake wanting or anything.
1: No, we don't need to give them like wants and desires because then yeah, that's how you end up down the road. I think the best thing is like the treadmill uh, failsafe where you got the little mm. pull out key. If that thing's like on top of you and you don't want it anymore, just like reach on the back of its head and pull out the little tab, and then just fucking push that shit off of you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. That way, like, we are the controllers of this. The consent is on us, the humans, not the robots.
2: Dude, it goes fucking full AI, though. I'm telling you, it goes full AI and just figures out a way to just fucking put something in that fucking hole as it pulls a tab out. And it's just like, bitch, it's on tonight. I'm getting what I want.
1: And like, no, all sudden, that robot's the, alive. As soon as you put the tab in, it, it sprints for the drawer with the super glue to fucking just.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, now I'm alive forever.
1: What are you going to oh, do?
2: oh man well you know again this is probably deep in the future he's just estimating 10 years it'll probably be an issue but i mean still a concern that's what we're alive
1: this is gonna be something we have to worry i don't about. Wanna have
2: to worry about somebody's sex robot murdering them and then opening the door and coming out and just getting snatching up one of my kids i mean by then i'll probably have kids i mean what the dude it's the last is, thing you want kids are getting snatched up by sex robots that have gone berserk
1: <laughs> the prime directive should not be to fuck
2: Dude. dude, they're just fucking everything. Cars, You no Dude, fucking Do no harm. everything. Dude. Man, park benches. Dude, meters. Uh, law enforcement agents, dude. They're not going to be able to fight them off. They're robotic strength, dude.
1: By 2040, we're going to be living in caves. Just, like, dude. looking out for these giant metal dude. dicks. That All are they're going to hunt- find in a millennium
2: us. is cave paintings of people getting fucked by robots well at death. least
1: at least we know the human race is pretty proficient at drawing dicks that's something that we i think can oh. pride ourselves on like, we got it <laughs> we got that <laughs> they're, they're not co- they're not going to be able to erase that from the history of uh nah,
2: uh, you know what would be a funny thing is I want to know the first dick that drew that shows up in Kiev drawings like in history. <laughs> like anybody out there wants to put that up on yeah. the fucking American Slackers group. Any dude.
1: historians out there? Any oh, deep Googlers?
2: Oh, deep Googlers. We
1: just don't want that in our in our search history.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's on you guys. We know it's you're like, more risky than us.
1: We we know you got it. So uh, we're going to go down to LA where a body had been stolen. A body. A body got stolen. Inadvertently. A dead one,
2: I'm assuming. Inadvertently,
1: yeah. We got a dead body stolen in a uh, carjacking. Essentially, there was a mortuary that had bodies being loaded from a vehicle. And the attendant had brought in one body. And while they left the car running, the SUV had been stolen with the other body still in it. <laughs>
2: Oh, my God, dude. That's a whole lot of shit happening (laughs) at once. Yeah. uh, Did they realize, like, mid, like, spree, like, oh, there's a body? Like, I don't
1: know. I mean, you got to figure out by the time you get home, I would think. Like, by the time you get away, you're going to be looking around for valuables, obviously. That's probably why you stole the car in the
2: first place. I mean, you stole a car. You got to be, right?
1: Like, what's back here? What's in here? Then you open up the thing. You go, oh, you shut it.
2: (laughs) Dude.
1: Like, fuck. Fuck. So, uh. (sighs) They that was on a Wednesday, and into that night, the L.A. County Sheriff's tweeted out to the suspect driving around in the black Nissan Navigator stolen uh, around 8 p.m. today. Out of all of your bad decisions, at least make one good one and bring back the deceased person and casket inside of the Navigator. So they the cops put out a tweet. It kind of went viral. People were like, "Yo, the cops are tweeting about like wanting a body back." (laughs)
2: Oh my God, dude.
1: And, you know, they're just like, I guess appealing to this person's sense of morality, which, I mean, if they're just going to, st- not that like stealing a car is up there with like stealing a body, but no, they, they did do both.
2: Yeah. You guys <laughs> so, a real piece of shit.
1: <laughs> like, even if you didn't mean to, you stole a dead body. Like, um, lead. So let's go from Wednesday night into Thursday. Thursday someone reports seeing the uh Nat- the Lincoln
2: they're just going for a fucking sweet cruise on that bitch They'll I guess
1: I guess so and it led to a chase on the highway uh by the cops they got him they on got there. away no they didn't get away they ended up oh. crashing oh yeah. and the body was found undisturbed inside the casket
2: Oh, it's, nice, dude. I thought you were going to say that when you said the body was found, I was like, oh! Sprawled out across the exit lane. Dude, like, that's all you no. imagine is that body's like, found up on a fucking highway sign, <laughs>
1: propped. <laughs> it's like, fuck, now how do we get it down? No, they—they. Uh, they, it looks like they shot out the... T- or Maybe they didn't shoot out the tires, but it, they definitely uh, rammed the car or something because it looks a little fucked up. And... The casket was still inside with the body, so they managed to recover it by the next morning. It's just kind of crazy though, like going on a car chase with a stolen vehicle with a, a stolen body.
2: Talking about consent, dude. That guy didn't want to be there for sure.
1: He could not give. You cannot give consent when you're dead, and that's why necrophilia is wrong.
2: Dude, yeah. Anything with a dead body is wrong. Honestly, Just Yeah. Oh, consent. I like
1: I like Halloween.
2: <laughs> what are you doing on Halloween? You bringing them around? You just bring a that body around? <laughs> yeah, I don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's appropriate, I guess, anything's allowed on the, Anything's allowed on Halloween Let's Anything on. goes. Anything on the board <laughs> American Slacker rules apply
1: Speaking <laughs> of anything goes, our next story
2: <laughs> Now, oh man, we always like to talk about Florida Man every week But this time We're gonna cover Florida Man's ass, alright oh, We're talking about You gotta avoid the police down there Because they're being pretty fucking slick lately I was gonna say it's got got to be pleasant down there, dude. We cover the Florida man all the time. We got to cover the Florida man's ass, all right? Now, the police down there, Tabras police to be specific, they're the first to pull this kind of shit. (laughs) They are uh, utilizing the the current concern. Everybody's heard about it: the coronavirus, the beer-ridden virus that you get from drinking shit beer with limes in it. All right, avoid it at all costs. Well, apparently, the uh, police are saying, you know, hey, if you got drugs, they can test positive for the coronavirus. It's not only beer. You got to be concerned about it. So bring that shit down. We will test it. And not only, you know, hey, you can't make it down to the station. You don't got a ride. You don't uh, got a couple bucks to Uber. We'll come to you. They're offering a, you know, right to roadside service to test your meth, your bath salts, whatever the fuck they're holding up in this photo right here. And (laughs) Yeah. I'm saying bull schnizzle, all right?
1: So so they're providing a nice little tipsy toe here for them and uh, offering to give, give a free test of your drugs. No yeah. no test. Yeah, bullshit.
2: <laughs> yeah, sure enough. Nobody has utilized their wonderful fucking societal, lovely service yet, uh, but maybe, hey, maybe somebody will, you know, or maybe they're just being slick. They have.
1: These poor meth addicts <laughs> are being are being preyed upon by these police. The
2: system isn't entrapping enough, so it's like, yeah, let's add another step to it. Let's just see how many we can net and not even have to go out today, guys. We'll just hang out at the office. Let
1: the criminals come to you. I mean, like, that's that's how you know soldiers should have the same idea. We we gotta let the war come home so that we can just do it from the doorstep. Oh, our, yeah, bring it here. To, we don't need to go out. And like do do our jobs and like hunt them down. Just like let's let's try and fucking yeah. Bugs Bunny this shit and fucking throw out like a a painting on a wall. I guess that's more of a Wiley situation, but
2: <laughs> just make a bridge, you know? Why, why not? Yeah, um, yeah, man. So you know, it's pretty interesting to see. I mean, it's mostly you know, it's just a, a little gag. Yeah. But it'd be pretty sad to see if somebody did fall victim to this shit, you know? Which is uh,
1: you know, if a meth addict is that concerned about their health and possibly <laughs> coronavirus, <laughs> might I suggest stopping doing the meth?
2: I was more like thinking of the utilization of the paranoia of a drug addict, but, you know, <laughs> you know, maybe there are health-concerned meth addicts. I mean, I've, who am I to fucking
1: I've met a it? couple of vegan meth addicts, you know? Yeah? Oh, yeah. Dude, wow, yeah. dude.
2: There's
1: one, this one heroin addict who does uh, yoga that i know no actually yeah. i think he was just falling over
2: i'm not <laughs> sure
1: <laughs> i'm not, not that sure. pose
2: was not natural he was not intending to do that i was
1: right. i was doing it too it felt i think you're just observing
2: path. people down at the dirty park in the I city should
1: stop just copying people I guess.
2: yeah yeah you're hanging out in the wrong spots calling <laughs> it gotta, yoga gotta get you out of there
1: <laughs> yeah seriously so uh <laughs> you know another place i wouldn't want to go is pakistan and not okay. For the reasons you're thinking. Like, I'd love to visit one of their great uh, tourist destinations that they've probably got going on, but uh, not right now because they have swarms of locusts that are eating all their crops and are just generally pretty uh, horrific. Like, I don't know... Ugh. I don't swarms know. of
2: bugs, dude. That's that's nightmare shit.
1: Yeah, seriously. And like a locust, I think there's there's this interesting thing where if there's enough grasshoppers around, they turn into locusts. So it ends up it's just being like, like
2: riot city. It's just yeah, like there's they like, grow. too many of us. We're fucking bulking out.
1: Yep, they hulk out, grow wings, and start flying around. <laughs> and oh, they dude. create swarms. So if uh, if you could see, I, I'm sharing some pictures here, and they, it looks like literally just like clouds of bugs. It's disgusting. The way that they plan to defeat these swarms is by using duck troops.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah.
1: They're importing some ducks from China and I'm talking 100,000 ducks. We got video here showing the troops lining up, getting ready to go in there and get some.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. That was a quick little propaganda film of ducks just fucking shit up music included (laughs) dude they were fucking ducks in a line man those they got their ducks in a line i gotta say that
1: they do they very much do and you know i wish i could see some of the footage of the the maelstrom that's about to come from the these avian avengers because they're gonna go in there and wreak havoc on the it says in the article that these ducks can eat up to 200 locusts a day I don't know how many locusts there are in a swarm, because I assume it's very hard to count um, locusts.
2: <laughs> Stop <laughs> moving! Dude, yeah. one, they're, not a, two, they're not like the ducks. They don't fucking... catch that the train same them one?
1: I think I counted the same one twice. I think that's
2: Jim 3. I'm think that was. I'm pretty sure that was Jim 3.
1: I named all of them, though. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it just count the names, then. It's easier that way. So, yeah. uh, these ducks hopefully can go in there, get their fill, help out these Pakistani farmers. And allow uh, you know their their crops to do a little bit better because damn, uh, just like the missed opportunity of not being able to see these, the battle is maybe that's something that uh, we need to like have a computer generated version of Matt, get on that for, um, for, for for the YouTube.
2: Yeah, we'll try our best. Now we're gonna be you like a, gonna be I like don't.
1: a duck hunt fucking
2: there could be we could Shit be getting for multiple Nintendo.
1: With like a swarm of bees <laughs>
2: dude i like the problem though because it's like all right the locusts are gonna be gone worst case scenario you have a duck problem after that you just go duck hunting and you got meat everywhere
1: oh man no come on they just helped you out you're you're gonna you're gonna hunt the ducks after they they helped you
2: Dude, I mean if they were gonna go wild, they might go wild after that, dude. It's hard. <laughs> We've seen Rambo. They come home and they wild out, dude. They drew first. I'm talking one. thousands of fucking ducks just going ham. And we don't need ten thousand duck fucking Rambos running out there. <laughs> oh, you it's think that,
1: you think we're gonna lose ninety thousand in the in the fight?
2: Dude, I don't know, man. You never know, dude. Locusts are pretty brutal in that swarm. You don't know what they could do, they go for the eyes and shit. I think
1: no, it, I think it begs the question: if you're backed in a corner and you only have two ways to go, you got hundred thousand ducks down one hallway, and you got a swarm of uncounted locusts down the other hallway. Which one are you going through to escape?
2: Oh shit. I'm scared as fuck of bugs, really though. Yeah,
1: they're pretty. I hate terrifying. bugs, they're
2: creepy. The ducks I'd be like,
1: a hundred thousand kill you. They could kill you if they want. They would
2: definitely be able to kill you, dude. Just start pinching the fuck out of you. And one of them's inevitably gonna go for like your esophagus and fucking crush your Adam's apple or some shit. You know? <laughs> like, could
1: just pile on and like suffocate your ass. They really don't like it.
2: Do you ever been near a duck that's confrontational? Cause I have gone to, for, like a stroll in the park and then all of a sudden there's a duck that's like and you're like, oh fuck, I didn't notice you, dude. Calm the fuck down, bro. There's no reason for this to happen today. Listen, brother, we can work this out. Calm down. I don't have any bread right now, but dude, but I can go get some. I'll come back.
1: You <laughs> got an old oyster cracker in the back pocket or something? We can work dude, it out.
2: That's a slick. That's a slick warning. Carry some bread or something to escape. Yeah, rogue action. That's what I'm saying, dude. I'm not saying maybe ninety thousand get killed. Maybe just a, like a couple thousand go rogue. They see what war happens and they just go berserk and they go rogue into the wilderness. Now you got ducks that have been trained to do dirty things.
1: Yeah, they are trained killers. They are. You don't want them loose. So you, you got to do man. what you got to do. Uh, either way, I think I'm running through the bugs. I don't know if I could do the uh, the ducks.
2: Oh man, yeah, I'd probably have to do the. I'd run through the bugs screaming like a girl, just fucking pull on <laughs> ah! the whole way. The Fantastic. Whole
1: fucking I want to know what other people think. We'll uh, we'll try and post something up on the Facebook group so that you guys can weigh in on uh, whether you would run through an uh, alleyway of ducks or an alleyway of bugs.
2: <laughs> All right. Let's get uh, back to what we talk about best, and that's science. We're talking about a case uh, coming out of Pittsburgh where a woman is the first documented case of a person that actually – Brews alcohol from the bladder naturally in the urinate alcohol content. This is insane. Dude, this is insane. I knew you'd like it. The uh, condition which the researchers are proposing to call uh, one of two things, uh, bladder fermentation syndrome or urinary auto brewery syndrome is similar to another incredibly rare syndrome, but happens more than this one. This is the first documented case, obviously, but it's uh, auto brewery syndrome where people who ingest carbs can actually get liddy. They get drunk from just Oh wow. Dude, have a fucking bowl of pasta and you're going you're going downtown, baby, for free. Like it's uh it's pretty interesting, probably not for them. Do
1: you want wine? It's like, no, I make my
2: own. I make my own. No, thank you, dude. Yours is overpriced. Let me get that uh, double help on a pasta though. Um, <laughs> with a slice of pizza. <laughs> going hard tonight. Oh but, damn. Dude, so it's it's interesting to see this. It's um it's been known to happen post mortem, I guess. Which is weird, you know, I mean, only when people die, they create urine that has alcohol content. But this woman, the 60-year-old woman, they first were concerned, maybe she has, like, an alcohol problem. You know, there's a behavioral issue here that she's trying to hide. Okay. And uh, they, they further testing, and they figured out that, no, it was actually just the alcohol was made within the body system itself. Wow. Yeah. Very, very interesting, man.
1: Is she is she working, or is she, like, retired What's up with her? Because she could definitely get a job as a bartender.
2: Dude, I think she's retired, and I, <laughs> I doubt she wants to be a bartender, although she is a walking human cake.
1: I was going to say, she could make margaritas if she just puts, like, the sour mix in her mouth and, like, swishes it up, and there's like, squirt. <laughs>
2: Here you well, go. <laughs> I was avoiding saying stick a tap in her and call it, but I guess we're going there. <laughs>
1: you said yourself, she's walking keg. I mean, this lady's
2: a distillery. I was leaving it to their imagination, you know. I don't know how the whole process happens. I just get the finished product in a glass, you know. Is it is it
1: any different than breast milk? Um, realistically, not right. Uh, no, I would say it's about the same. And i is it sure any weirder
2: than going to a different species and drinking the shit out of their milk?
1: I don't uh, know. Would you drink a shot of piss alcohol?
2: I dude I don't know, man. <laughs> <on the content. laughs> Who's doing it? Who else is doing it? I mean, we got you, shit. we
1: got me, we got the president, we got uh dude. we got the Grim Reaper and dude. Alexander Graham Bell. We're all doing a dude. shot of piss.
2: The guy that was in Star Wars that was like, it's a trap. That guy that died, bring <laughs> Admiral him back. Akbar, we're going to bring him there. back. He's doing a yep. shot.
1: Um, shot of Abe Lincoln, we can bring him back. To oh, him.
2: Abe deserves to do a piss shot. He
1: could do a shot. He's,
2: yeah. been, he's
1: had a lot of shots.
2: He's had a lot of shots. He's had
1: few, many, <laughs> too many but. shots. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we're uh, we're, we're taking too on. many shots. This is, man, this is out of control. <laughs> we're going to move on to our funny clip of the week. This we put up every Friday on our Facebook page so that you can check it out, have a little laugh to uh, start off your weekend. And this time around, we got, uh, it looks like. Is that, is that Doug Carey? It's <laughs> Doug Carey, dude. I
2: think it is, man. I think I think it's it is. Doug I Carey. Fuck, this guy, he's up to some dirty shit, but I'm he's gonna say. No fucking I think I like the guy. <laughs> Alright, that's Ready? what you get first. Ready? That's what it started with, though. Oh no! Oh my god,
1: dude! <laughs> that man slammed a cop.
2: Do you still like him? Hold on, let me replay it so you can see. Choke slams that cop.
1: Oh! oh. Oh, don't laugh. Don't you laugh? Dude,
2: that's not the same cop running after him, obviously. That no, no, one cop got choke slammed, And uh yeah, wow. Do you wow, think dude.
1: do you think the videographer knew Doug Carey?
2: Dude, I don't ooh, it could be very well a buddy like being like, dude, he's at it again. God damn it. Yeah, he knows oh, his antics. Wh- He's going over the limit this time. He's got, he's got the cup by the neck. <laughs> you see what I did? Like, dude, it could definitely be. Why was he laughing and giggling like that, dude? I mean, right
1: at the camera. He knew it was there. We also have there. to uh, throw a side mention to that bird that flew along with him. I do think it was dude. involved in some way. It was maybe an accomplice in this attack.
2: Dude, yeah. We got a rogue
1: pigeon flying alongside. Slow him.
2: motion replay. Check out the bird. It's circled.
1: And the reason we call him Doug Carey, this has to be either Drew Carey's brother or son.
2: He definitely looks like he's in the Carey family. And I mean, I want to see a blood test proving me wrong.
1: He's like a love child of uh, Peter Griffin Dude. and Drew
2: Carey. I Once I found out Drew Carey was going to festivals, going to crazy shit like EDM festivals, I was like, okay, What? Like he's a wild man. He could definitely have a little rogue baby out there choke slamming fucking officers. That's he's not true. fucking getting the host deals to prices, right? So guess what? He's got to take it out on somebody. It's that poor officer.
1: That poor officer. He did not deserve that and that maniacal laugh after we we, we do find this absolutely hilarious, though. That fucking laugh was
2: ridiculous. Dude, add that to the soundboard, please.
1: Uh, we please. we have it. We got it. We got it on oh, the God. soundboard. Right. That is, that one is saved. So oh we will post God. that up on Friday. Let us know what you think of this piece of shit.
2: Nah, man. Yeah. Yeah. this fucking awesome. Piece of shit. <laughs> uh, all right. We're going to uh, talk about some pods to listen to other than us. I know. How selfless are we? <laughs> it's crazy, man. Talk about Maniacal last. You can send all uh,
1: of the awards to AmericanSnackerPodcast at gmail.com.
2: Exactly. And uh, yeah. But before we do that, let's take a quick break.
1: Hey, guys. This is Venice, and I've got a message
0: from a friend of mine about my favorite podcast. It's your boy, flavor, flavor, and full effect. Check this out, everybody. I want y'all to go check out TJ. What's good everybody? TJ Johnson here for Voice from the Underground. I am the most handsome. Big ass. And I'm smoking my cigar, of course. You know what I'm saying? The Josh. You pick me up in an Uber and a PT Cruiser, I'm calling Lyft because <laughs> they be fighting the power talking about social issues politics you know what i'm saying and we're not even that good right we're terrible terrible Tangents <laughs> all over the place and not only that but they be keeping the fun with the sports music comics and movies too am i allowed I to think, talk i think no not right now <laughs> shut Did up you just... colonizer <laughs> 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 you know what i'm saying he on twitter at VFU Podcast, so oh, you can find them, you can find them. So check one, two. This is Flavor Flave Flav, yeah, boy.
1: Okay, what Flav was trying to say is, check out Voice from the Underground on your favorite podcast
0: network. Voice from the
2: Underground.
1: American Slacker is proudly partnered with Seat Giant to bring you discounts on tickets to events.
2: Easy to find, easy to use. Seagiant.com has the tickets you're looking for.
1: Everything from comedy to music, plays, and even sports.
2: Use our promo code SLACKER at checkout. Boom, save some money.
1: For example, if you want to see My Chemical Romance at the Wells Fargo Center, you can save $141 using our code SLACKER.
2: Now that's almost enough to get a beer at the venue. Go to Seagiant.com,
1: enter promo code SLACKER.
2: And we are back, and it is time to talk about a few pods that we like to check out when we're not busy making this baller-ass podcast for you guys. Yeah, I
1: mean, one of the reasons that we got into podcasting was because we actually are avid podcast listeners.
2: Yeah, man. And We figured, why not give it a try? But no, we definitely uh, we listen to a shit ton of pods. So these these suggestions are gonna go on forever. We love checking out new ones. So if you guys have any personal ones, you should definitely put them on the Facebook group. Well, as well, not to keep promoting that, but uh, we definitely want to check out more. So.
1: Yeah, it's a, for even for our own selfish reasonings of having more <laughs> good shows to listen to.
2: We want to steal your suggestions. All right, let's let's get to the bone a bit. All right. Exactly, so
1: let me start it off. I'm gonna be talking about a show called We Still Like You. And uh, I I forget how I came across this show. I've been listening to it for a while, but it's a show centered around uh, people sharing stories with friends and strangers that are really uncomfortable or where maybe they're the bad person. And uh, it makes them very, very vulnerable. It says it's about conquering shame As every story is followed with a hearty chant of, we still like you. So at the end of each of the people's stories, the crowd is supposed to respond. We still like you, (laughs) you know, despite whatever they may have done in the story uh, to sort of encourage them along and let them know that even at the end of what they say. They're not going to be judged.
2: <laughs> oh man! Well, there's definitely a limit on what you can get away with that, but I do like it because it's uh, the brutal honesty of a story is always appealing, I think, to people. Absolutely, and it's hard to get there. It's hard to get there, dude. Let's be real. Nobody fucking likes to be full hundred percent open to people. Everybody's got a little bit of a facade, a little bit of a mask, and that's what I think. What like made this show
1: so appealing to me is the fact that you know it's people at a very vulnerable point opening up. In front of a lot of people that they don't know, wow. like That's tough. yeah, real tough. Some of them are some of them are sad and like, but most of them I would say are funny or like have some sort of ironic twist to it, maybe. And like, it a lot of it is like people looking back, sort of, on their former selves and being like, "Yeah, I was an idiot." Uh, like what in their description it says because if we're all idiots, none of us are
2: you know exactly so yeah, like man.
1: we're we're all we're all guilty of this kind of stuff and it does have an interesting backstory it was actually started as a like a show in chicago and it and it was done at like people's houses each month uh, people would gather at, at various apartments in chicago and listen to performers share stories uh from their past essentially And they kind of morphed that into a theater show that sells out monthly in Chicago uh, at Collaboration, which is the name of the theater in Chicago. And now they've made this podcast.
2: That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I definitely want to check this out.
1: I have to give a shout out to uh, the producer of the podcast, Jesse Batten, just because, you know, he's another fellow Jesse. So (laughs) yeah, we have to salute, salute each other.
2: One question I wanted to ask you real quick, though, is um, is there, like, a general theme with the stories, or is, are they all over the place?
1: They're, oh. I mean, they're all over. They're, I would say, personal stories. They're anecdotes from people's lives is probably the best theme uh, that I can That's find awesome. On.
2: Okay, so there's a wide variety, probably. That's great. Yep.
1: And a lot of times, um, the producer will uh, up front kind of say, we have two stories today, one about this and one about that, and kind of, you know, introduce the stories that way awesome i really enjoy this show i totally think people should check it out if they want to hear people uh tell embarrassing stories about themselves which like who the hell doesn't
2: oh man yeah it's always it's always interesting i mean the perspectives you get and the ideas like you're just like they're like almost movie quality sometimes stories you know where it's like oh yeah that didn't happen that didn't happen there's no way that happened you know so i I can't wait to check this out definitely that's called we still like you so make sure to check that one out nice um i think we're splitting it up right i'm gonna go next and i got yes, the sir. real ass podcast and uh a full full warning ahead of schedule here there's uh, a lot of craziness in this podcast i would call this a wild card comedy podcast you never know what's going to be said so if you're offended by like anything it, this might not be for you because like i just take a stance where I, I don't get bent out of shape over anything you know like even bad comedy is just a failed attempt at trying to make somebody laugh okay you know, there's always good under it even if it comes off like oh you know cringeworthy it's like you got to realize it's just an attempted uh type of art you know and uh <laughs> fucking lewis j gomez is a wild man he'll say some shit that i know a lot of people get bent out of shape about i mean he's always getting attacked on twitter and uh he's joined by zach amico this is part of the gas digital network um, they make Legion of Skanks, another podcast I'm a big fan of, and a lot of people probably have heard about. Um, but Lewis and Zach are both comedians. Um, Zach's actually an amateur, like professional wrestler. Like, that, oh. like uh, he's really got like fucking scars from taking chairs to the head and shit, like crazy shit, like that, like backyard shit craziness but he's a funny ass dude and uh they have a lot of guests and a lot of time the guests have opposing views which is what i like to listen to
1: oh so it's like the it's supposed to be argumentative it's very argumentative
2: and (laughs) usually they're talking about pop culture or whatever's going on in the news and fucking it leads to like you know some confrontational shit or just wild shit out of uh, in general and uh, tucked in are some fucking amazing ass jokes and I really, uh, I really appreciate just the original like conversation piece between some brilliant comedic minds. Usually, I mean, they have on everybody, but usually it's comedians. Okay. Which uh, Lewis is just a grinder in in the comedy world. He's just always working. Always, he's like the head of di- Gash Digital, so it's like his his business and whatnot. Um, Do you
1: know of any of like just off top of your head any of the larger like name? Comedians that they might have had on, or ones that are more recognizable,
2: maybe. You know, I always listen to Ian Finances. Um, he's he's really up and coming right now. Yeah, um,
1: we've been trying to get him on the show. Talking, talking to him on Instagram.
2: We have been talking to him. You know, you were like, "Hey, we've been talking to him." But yeah, like he's on a lot. Um, but I mean, everybody. I mean, they've had on um, who's not Pete Holmes? Is that the one? I always Pete Davidson or Pete Holmes? Whatever one was dating Ariana Grande, I confuse oh, the Pete two. Oh, Pete Davidson. Yeah, he's been on a bunch. That would um, be
1: hilarious if Pete Holmes and Ariana Grande dated that.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, he's, Pete Holmes does have a great podcast, so uh, yes. yeah, I do listen to his, his podcast as well. Uh, funny story, thought it was Pete Davidson for the longest fucking time while I was listening to this, <laughs> this show because he sounds the same on the mic. Oh, my God. Uh, but, uh, yeah, back to this pod. You know, it's really fun. A lot of wild guests. Um, definitely a lot of big names that I'm just forgetting right now. It's in invention. And, yeah. Uh, really enjoyable for anybody that's into comedy and just into computational shit. I mean, let's be real. The Bachelor is selling so hard right now. People love drama. This is just drama taking to the next level. You know, (laughs) sometimes, sometimes it's a clean, you know, there's no argument, but Hmm. a lot of the time there's like, you know, a left versus right type deal going on. Okay. I
1: mean, it's cool to see that side of it in podcasts when there's a lot of
2: the opposite. Hmm. Everything's so smooth. Everybody's afraid to piss people off, you know? And uh, I appreciate when people want to fucking take a risk and step out of line. There's
1: definitely a niche for that, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So next one up is uh, Monster, the DC Sniper. Now, this is a true crime podcast that reinvestigates the Beltway Sniper attacks. Uh, If anyone is unfamiliar with that, um, two men essentially went around sniping people uh with a high-powered rifle around the dc area back in uh 2002
2: yeah man that was a story that was i think you know anybody that's older than probably 20 years will definitely recognize when that was in the news and big a big concern that was a wild story man nobody knew what was going on for the first few weeks like it was just craziness
1: People were getting shot at gas stations and, and just like at, sitting in buses and stuff. So it almost felt like people, like anyone was a target essentially. And this sort of follows it from a perspective of like the timeline, kind of going back and following different people and like the information they had at different points in time. This This is actually the third season of Monster. Um, they did two before this. Uh, the first season was Atlanta Monster, which followed the Atlanta Child murders and the second season was the Zodiac killer. so they've they've done two really, really good seasons. and I got interested in this one because like when I remember when I was in school and the DC sniper attacks were going on, I was thinking like after they caught the guys, I was like this would I wouldn't be surprised if someone wrote a series about you know the dc sniper or like a tv series or something like that mm-hmm. at that you know it had just happened at that time and i was really young so it wasn't like anyone was gonna do it because that would be pretty tasteless but now we're at the point where there's podcasts going back and reinvestigating it so it's that i was definitely interested in it just from like that perspective i'm like oh i remember when this happened
2: it was such a big case. I definitely see why you were thinking that because it, it stood out, you dude. It was like, you know, there's things that stand out. The OJ trial, you know, yep. the certain shootings, you know, that did happen. The Columbine started it. And then, and then like, things like this, dude. It, it was just so different of its time. It was... Mm-hmm. It put fucking scare out there, dude. It was... Let's be real. People were afraid. You know, they, they were worried he was going to travel in different states across the fucking country. They were like, oh, he could come over here, you know? Like,
1: it, it's like the... Um like any of the yeah, like you said, the bigger names where you know say in uh, New York City the uh, not Ted Bundy, who's who's the other guy? The what, Son, of Sam, to, Son of Sam. Son of, Sam yeah, yeah, Son of Sam. wherever, yeah, like the dude, girls all changed their, change hair, their hair, style, hair. Oh my because, god! You know because they had fear of it. That was the same kind of thing. It's like oh, where is this guy and who is he going to mm. hit next? So <laughs> it's it's crazy to uh, see it. You know, investigated so deeply, and I really appreciate the amount of like information and research that goes into this podcast. And once they're done releasing season three on the sniper, I'm gonna go back and listen to the other two for sure. So that's one of the reasons I wanted to uh, bring it on here as a suggestion, just because you know I'm listening to it and I'm completely enthralled with this series uh, by I believe it's Tenderfoot. Who, who does productions? Yeah, Tenderfoot TV and mm. IR Radio are the ones putting that mm. one out. So make sure to check out Monster, any of the seasons. Uh, I can vouch for DC Sniper, but I'm
2: sure they're all great. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad there's a couple seasons. I definitely want to check that out. And I always enjoy these crime sagas into an audio drama where there's interviews with the people that fucking were present or just have something, you know, or affected.
1: Yeah, affected, affected by it. Yeah. Sometimes
2: back into emotion, man. It's crazy. You know? mm-hmm. Now, my next uh, recommendation is for all my nerds out there. Uh, it's called Tell Him Steve, Dave. And uh, if you've watched Impractical Jokers or, or Comic Book Men, um, you're going to know some of the characters on this show. It is hosted by Walt Flanagan, uh, Brian of Impractical Jokers, and Brian Johnson. Uh, Brian Johnson and Walt Flanagan have had multiple rows, uh, role, rows, roles in um, Kevin Smith's films over the years. So... Uh, you might recognize them from that, and uh, or from yeah, the just, comic book men show. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, if you're like a diehard Kevin Smith fan, you'll know. Hit like they're in every film. Like, but uh, yeah, man, I love these guys. They have great conversations. They're best friends, you know, since they were kids. And uh, Kevin pops in every now and again, and they have guests every now and again, and uh, generally they're just always talking about something that's. They find a way to make it interesting. And they're fucking authentically funny, which I really enjoy. People that just off the cusp, you know, or something that they don't even tend to be funny. I just die at, you know?
1: What What would you say their perspective is on
2: things? Uh, dude, they're wild cards. So Walt's very, like, fucking reserved and conservative, whereas, like, <laughs> Brian Johnson's, like, a 60-year-old dude dating a 25-year-old or 23-year-old. Like you know like so and then brian quinch just a free fucking dude too as well i mean he's not married or anything he's, just, he's super smart too right yeah he's making millions off of impractical jokers they're doing fucking cruises if you're doing a cruise themed thing like you're making some fucking money that's some fucking goals that's the right thing
1: there. to do for celebrities these days dude, it seems like celebrity dude. cruise
2: Yo, if i got a genie in a bottle wishing for that asp fucking cruise next week what's up people <laughs> that'd be fun <laughs> hanging out with the slackers but yeah, so these guys, they talk about anything from, you know, fanboy bullshit the nerd culture to whatever's going on in the, the world. And, uh, you know, they get in the most ridiculous shit. Like one time, you know, they, they started getting sponsored by Blue Chew, which if you're not familiar, male enhancement, like it helps you stay in the mood. And uh, <laughs> Walt, was having, your an dick issue. Walt <laughs> was having an issue with it and they were talking, it became a big thing on air while they were talking about the ad itself and like it's just little things like that that I just find hilarious with these guys and uh, they have a very interesting friendship that I think a lot of people would be into especially if you appreciate anything nerd culture, Marvel you know a DC fucking Star Wars whatever it is you know, and from what I
1: remember everything. they go to like conventions and stuff too
2: yeah cause you know they're, they're beautiful celebrities and a lot of people recognize them from all the different shit they've done and uh, yeah I mean they even have their own comic book realistically the guys made one so, I mean, they're artists at this point and, uh, writers. So they're really, really cool dudes. And, uh, you could probably very easily meet them at your local comic-con. You never know. Check very very accessible guys. Yeah. From, from what I can tell. Yeah. The show used to be on, uh, ask you universe, which is oh, Kevin Smith's podcast. View askew. askew. Yeah. I always fuck it up. Uh, view askew. And, uh, yeah, now they're independent. Um, I don't know what happened there. There's some kind of discretion with Kevin and, uh, So now they're independent on that too. But um, yeah, they're a bunch of great guys, man. Fucking one of my favorite podcasts ever and one that I always listen to.
1: Nice. It's good to have those uh, standbys that are like you know are going to be good throughout your week.
2: Yeah, man. Got to have those diehard shows that you can always rely on.
1: Well, hopefully we've given a couple people some uh, more diehard shows that they can live by. Make sure to check out all of them. We got We Still Like You. Real Ass Podcast, Monster DC Sniper, and Tell him Steve Dave. A little bit of everything. You got some crime in there, a bunch of comedy, some embarrassing stories, anything you want. (laughs) So uh, we'll, we'll be right back with a game about podcasts this time. This is a brand new one. So stick around.
0: It is written shall inherit the earth, but not on my watch. I am King Osiris. I wasn't born to be a king, but America needed something democracy could no longer give her. And so, like a chess master, I made my moves with anticipation and bravado. This is not just my story, nor simply about my rise to power. This is a story about our world and the monsters that control governments. What happens when the monsters cannot control me? The Rise of King Osiris. Listen on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Visit theRiseOfKingAsylus.com.
2: This episode is brought to you in part by hemp-cbd.com.
1: Hemp-CBD was founded in Albuquerque, New Mexico with the mission to provide the best products in the industry. Hemp-CBD has created a one-stop shop for tons of CBD products such as tinctures, edibles, topicals, pre-rolls, vape, and pet products.
2: The products carried by Hemp-CBD are sourced from an organic hemp that's grown in the United States, lab tested, and consists of CBD isolate, which is the purest form of CBD. This testing ensures that their products contain CBD and no other cannabinoids like THC.
1: Head over to hemp-cbd.com and use promo code SLACKER for a 20% discount at checkout.
2: That's hemp-cbd.com. Promo code SLACKER. And we are back to play a new game.
1: Uh, We're just pumping these games out. We don't stop. Little game factory over here.
2: Dude, fucking new game every fucking week. It's fucking hard, people. It's hard. We're at work. We're fucking trying to entertain you, and hopefully uh, you're going to dig this one. I do. I'm, I'm enjoying this. This is one of Jesse's fucking just out of nowhere. I hit,
1: th- I hit these weird inspiration points, and I just come up with games for us to play here on the show. And this one is called What's That Pod? There's so many podcasts it, out Pod? there. Yeah, what is it? You know, there's so many of them, and uh, they all got names, and they all got descriptions. So uh, I figure we pitch some names to each other and try to guess based just off the name what the podcast is about so we'll,
2: we'll another, do like, another one of the dueling games which are new to this year I where digging we're dueling it. against each other it's not one ver, you know providing yep. questions and the other one answering
1: no no so. we're both a part of this maybe you guys can be a part of it too at home and uh play along in your car doing dishes wherever you're at we want you to play along and see how many of these you can get right because uh, it's it's tough you know what's in the name that that old saying
2: is know? everybody so careful to incorporate every essence of their podcast into the name no i mean, I so, mean could you tell what american slacker is
1: probably let's be real i don't sounds know sounds like a
2: glamoration of interviews and, and, weed uh, and, yeah, and, and weed and booze and
1: weed and florida man and florida and fires and sasquatch and i would probably Robot guess yeah, yeah pretty much about that so uh, i'll put you in the hot seat for this first one so are you ready I am ready, sir. The game starts in three. Oh, there's a countdown. Two. Intrigue. One. <laughs> advantage over podcast. What is the advantage over podcast? Advantage
2: over podcast. Yes. I'm going to say it's life advice how to get the advantage. On your finances.
1: Oh, okay. You get no points on that one. <laughs> no, not even partial. This one is uh, bringing you the latest news about rugby refereeing appointments, new laws, rugby news, as well as a closer look at the aspect of being a rugby referee or match official. So this is specifically a rugby referee podcast. Refereeing about pot, about rugby.
2: <sighs> never would have got that. <laughs> so That's an out there one. You you get yeah, no man's... points, sir. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to clarify the zero points. I was not sure if I caught maybe half a point. You know, something
1: so like any point, maybe a loose you know? quarter point. Chilling. No. Right.
2: <clears throat> <laughs> Let's go to my first one. Cricket unfiltered.
1: Now, this could be about how to record cricket noises in nature. But I want to say that it's more of like a, a cricket, like the sport podcast uh, covering, you know, cricket news. Kind of like the rugby thing, but not refereeing. This is just a generic. This is a general cricket, uh, the sport
2: podcast. Mine was supposed to be just random, easy, and you come out with a sports one. This is how similar we are every fucking time. We're <laughs> already on the same track. Yeah, this was my easy one. It's uh, it's basically if you like, if you love cricket, then this podcast is for you. That's the tagline. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's by Andrew Menzel and uh, Paul Dennett and uh, features a wide variety of cricket journalists, current players, and retired cricket greats. Yes. You must listen for cricket fans.
1: I think I am just I just made the cricket greats list
2: by, by that guessing bitch. that. What's you're that, so that three, three points, three full points? It's the only easy one you're getting.
1: All right. Your, uh, your next one is called Drilled.
2: Oh, what is easy. Drilled about? Easy porno. Um, and we're talking now. Um, hmm. What is drilled about? Damn, dude.
1: They're so vague, all these names.
2: I picked the fucking biggest ones, but I got some for you as well. Um, I mean, this could be about anything, dude. This could be about oil tycoons. This could be about construction. I'm gonna say it's about construction, and... No, I don't know. What What gets drilled? I mean... Hmm.
1: clock's ticking
2: i know dude because now i don't know if you talk about like the boring company or something all right it's construction based i don't know just a loose guess
1: throwing it out there construction maybe get a based.
2: point maybe get a point all right you
1: can decide whether or not you get a point okay it's a true crime podcast Nope. about climate change nope <laughs> God I didn't know there might be construction involved in that I didn't know if you wanted to give yourself a pity point on that one I
2: thought it was gonna be a fucking straightforward one I, you can never tell I don't know you can't um, tell Alright. let right's
1: let's let's feel this out <sighs> hurry slowly I almost want to say like a speed walking podcast
2: <laughs> but you can't you
1: shouldn't do those faces because then I know I know I'm wrong.
2: Also- Nobody sees the face size <laughs> that you speak of. I don't know what you're talking about. but
1: <laughs> he's, he's not convinced by my speed walking definition. So I feel like I got to come up with something. It's called Hurry Slowly. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Maybe it's like a meditation podcast. I'm going to go with meditation podcast.
2: Uh, not really. Uh, <laughs> no. It's like a show about how you can be more productive and creative and resilient through the simple act of slowing down. And, uh, in-depth interviews with deep thinkers, artists, and entrepreneurs. A uh, it's for basically for navigating work and life at a more sustainable pace. Not freaking out, man. You know, okay. so I guess it's kind of like I don't know how to give you the point it's, or not.
1: Yeah, it's almost by I, I, I'm I don't think I can give myself a point. I on don't that know.
2: One. You kind of get a point. I don't know, man. No, do people, well, dude. Do you think he gets a point? Let us know because I don't Let know. Us know. I, mean, I don't
1: think I do on that it's one. Close. It's close. It's very close. It's not. <sighs> But it's not like close in the sense that it's like two points. It's close in the sense like it's almost one point. So I want to say none.
2: Nobody's got a point. Oh man, this one's a tough this game. This game's a tough game. All
1: right, the bid.
2: Ooh, what's the bid? Fuck, dude. Uh, the bid. The bid could be anything. I mean, that could, it could be prison based. It could be financial again. <sighs> God. Uh I'm going to say the bid. Again, I'm just going to cling for a one pointer. It's financial. Financial. You are right. It says uh, the bid makes sense of financial markets and covers
1: perspectives on timely market investments and events
2: okay okay so yep, yeah. it's an investment one all right should have just said investment damn
1: it i mean that's yeah that's a solid one point i'm gonna blow you out of the water
2: the gone g-o-n-e
1: oh man okay maybe okay so i'm thinking this is like a uh, uh, people telling stories about people who died that they knew this is like uh uh, storytelling type podcast Kind of like We Still Like You but way sadder
2: oh, you're Again you're so close but oh. Gone is a podcast about everything that's gone missing Like it might be you know A lost gold mine, a lost Blackbeard's treasure to People that have gone missing and never been found Oh man Diving into the, uh, the stories behind And possible theories of what happened Damn it
1: yeah no i don't it's like close but not not even really
2: very interesting pods we're talking about i'm like each one i'm like huh yeah right all right
1: (laughs) i got i got a last one for you here 420 day fiance
2: okay so it's about stoner friendly couples
1: is that your final answer yeah uh, no, <laughs> it's, uh, what's better than 90 day fiance the show on TLC nothing it all in all caps the hosts each week they meet up and discuss the explosive events of the show uh while getting lit
2: <laughs> god damn it dude that's such an easy guess I should have totally guessed that I'm so it's, pissed I was just like wait a minute 420 it's dead on like I was like I should have known man 420 day fiance damn
1: Slacking.
2: All here. right, do you, have, you want one more for me? I got one more for you. I don't think you're gonna nail it, but hey, maybe, maybe <laughs> prove me wrong. I don't know. Awkward hugs. Awkward hugs. What is this pod about?
1: Uh, okay. This sounds like an interview podcast. It sounds like the name was picked because the uh, interviewer is an awkward person. Uh, probably a comedian, maybe. So this is a comedian interviewing people
2: second you're taking a gist at me an awkward interviewer that oh. could be uh, i'm the awkward interviewer No, uh no you're wrong no it's oh. a sketch comedy program what yeah sketch yeah, comedy podcast and interesting uh, not for kids or adults that are cr- not crazy
1: you don't want to give kids awkward hugs
2: they got a pretty interesting, uh, tags on there. Um, I'm really, I'm actually intrigued by this pot as well. I want to check it out. Apparently it's just a bunch of sketches and it's pretty long too. The uh, episode or an hour to two hours. So, wow. they got a lot, a lot going on there. I don't know. Maybe it's a Solid shitty content. Maybe it's a shitty hour or two hours. You're never going to get back in your life. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm checking it out. So join me in this misery or potentially lovely journey. All right. You never know where it's going to go, right? Never know, just like these episodes here. Am I right? Up top, yeah. All right, people. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, thank you to our Patreon people. Hey, we haven't we haven't fucking shouted you guys out in a minute. What's up? We see you. We still see you. All right, we see you. And we and, love. Uh, <laughs> catch me at M W G Media on Instagram, Maddie G from H P on Xbox. Come catch the hands.
1: And leaders never have to ask people to come follow me, Matt. The people just believe by watching
2: them lead. I feel like this is turning into a cult more and more each week when I give you the time and to just that's give That's why
1: out. you can follow me at Lander's The Plane. Right?
2: There we go. Oh, my God. Be careful following this guy. He's got some... I don't know what's going on lately, but I'm cult leadership. If you see a cross carved into his forehead, he's been reading too many Charles Manson books.
1: No, I just fell asleep on on the
2: Bible again. Damn it, dude. You gotta put that thing away. Alright, people. So fucking boring. (laughs) Till next time. Peace. Nah, just kidding. That's it. There you go! We smoking America, smoking America. We America. I'm mapping America, I'm America.
0: We America. We America. This America. We America,
1: This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a
0: minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and act a savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical, all of my slip, you <laughs> falling like Domino's, bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, We're smoking America. America. We pass I'm passing, I'm yeah. I'm mapping America, in America. I'm second America. America. We America. America, America. We choking America, America. We blazing America, This is fucking America, We America. We sucking America, We're America.